0: Hello church leaders and friends, welcome to another episode of the Effective Church Leaders Podcast, where we offer practical advice and insights to help you get better equipped, lead more effectively, and help your church thrive. I'm your host, Becky Holton, and I'm joined by my co-host, the handsome Carrie W. Holton.
1: Well, right back at you. There you
0: go. In this episode, we are continuing our series on some of the opportunities that may have been created by the COVID-19 pandemic.
1: That's right. We talked about the opportunity to go from analog to digital, that churches ought to be streaming their worship services online even after the church doors reopen. But in addition to streaming online services, we stated that this is an opportune time to discuss your church's digital strategy. Now is the time to ask, what content do we need to post on digital platforms in order to accomplish our mission? What content do we need to place in a digital format? How and to what extent do digital platforms enter into our strategy for accomplishing the mission that the Lord gave to us? This is a time then to incorporate digital platforms in our strategy more than ever before.
0: Yes, and also we talked about how the COVID-19 pandemic is giving churches the opportunity to reset their mission, vision, and strategy. It's an opportunity to consider again why we do church and how we do church. In other words, here is a great opportunity to reset our strategies. We notice that churches may be forced to consider a new vision and new strategies if church giving declines due to the loss of of life or employment. Uh, For example, we suggested that this might be an opportunity for churches to right-size their staff, to ask, what are the church positions that we really need in this day and time to help us accomplish our mission? Studies show that in many cases, the less staff churches have, the more they can grow. So this really may be a great time to reassess a church's staffing model.
1: That's true, babe finances may force that reassessment but whether or not church giving declines that in effect forces church leaders to make some difficult and unpleasant decisions this may be a fine time to reconsider the staff that churches need in order to accomplish their mission
0: yes and and now in this episode we want to consider a third opportunity that may have been created by this pandemic pandemic what opportunity are we talking about today
1: hun Well, we want to talk about the opportunity to simplify ministry strategy. Now, we've talked about this before, but the pandemic has given us the opportunity to talk about it again. One of the barriers to the growth of churches today is complexity. It seems to stifle growth.
0: That sounds complicated. What do you mean by complexity?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean that too many programs often compete with one another in church world. Too many activities that keep people busy, but perhaps not growing in Christ. You know, keeping people busy doesn't actually help them become like Jesus.
0: Well said. Couldn't agree more.
1: I am thinking just now of some of the findings of the Reveal survey that we've talked about before. The results of this extensive church survey that attempts to measure spiritual growth can be found in the book Move, What 1,000 Churches Reveal About Spiritual Growth. The authors of the book, Greg Hawkins and Callie Parkinson, drew important conclusions from a survey that included over 1,000 churches of all sizes and shapes and responses from over 250,000 congregants.
0: That is a huge response rate.
1: It's a big survey. As I said, the goal of this survey was to identify best practices that lead to spiritual growth. Researchers discovered and Do you want to know what researchers discovered?
0: Yes, but I don't want to give you a drum roll. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) Researchers discovered from this survey that there were four best practices that the top 25 churches who completed the survey had in common. And one of the four best practices of the 25 top churches was this. They communicate a clear pathway to spiritual growth as well as the expectation that all congregants will experience and follow this pathway.
0: Well, I may not have had enough coffee today, but what does this have to do with the opportunity to simplify ministry strategy? I need you to connect a couple of dots there for me.
1: Well, I'm sure you've had enough coffee today, but but I will connect the dots. That was a
0: little personal.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What this finding suggests is that instead of offering a ministry buffet with multiple tempting choices of activities and programs, the top 25 churches in the survey provided just one singular pathway, a virtual prerequisite for membership and full engagement with the church.
0: Okay, so it's a matter of focus.
1: It's a matter of focus, yes, focus. I believe church leaders might come to realize during this particular pandemic that the more focused you can be, the greater the impact you can have.
0: I I can see how this moment in time has forced churches and church leaders to prune their programs and their activities. You know, with people forced to stay at home, staff forced to work from home, and the church doors being closed for the time being, so many programs and activities have had to be put on hold.
1: Yes, they've had to change their calendar. Churches have. Yes. Uh, They've had to limit what what can be done. Mm -hmm. Only the bare essentials are being done. Churches are still doing great work during this crisis. Yes. They are providing online services. They are providing ways for mutual encouragement, and they are finding ways to serve their communities and others. But they have certainly had to pare down what they can do. They have been forced to simplify what they offer.
0: Yes, they have. And you know, hon, earlier I used the word prune. Sometimes fruit trees have to be pruned so that they can produce more fruit, and I believe that's a biblical concept. So what we are actually suggesting in this episode is that churches now have the opportunity to prune the church's programs and activities that may not be helping people to develop a closer relationship with God. Uh, to slim down as it were to reevaluate the programs and activities that are actually moving the needle and then those that don't.
1: I really like that phrase reevaluate the programs and activities that move the needle and those that don't. Now right. that's going to be challenging.
0: Very hard.
1: Very hard decision. Uh there are tough decisions to be made there.
0: Cuz we can really have some emotional attachment to these programs.
1: Sure, sure. Uh, But do they move the needle? Right. That's the question to ask. That's the
0: question, and it's not about me.
1: No. And what we're saying here is it's an ideal time Mm -hmm. for church leaders to think about going from such a program-centered model or strategy to a path-centered model. We just can't continue to offer elaborate programming. But what if we focused on a discipleship path? What if we identified the steps that lead to spiritual growth coming to know Christ and then growing in Christ. And then we pruned the programs that don't clearly support those steps. We will certainly have to initiate or keep some programs, but we need to keep only those that help a person to grow spiritually.
0: You know, this could be a wake-up call to prune, to get back to the essentials, to ask again, why are we here why do we exist? Whom are we trying to reach? How do we meet the needs of people? What are the strat- what, what's this strategy and that work, that's going to help us reach more people and help others take their next steps toward God. These are the questions we've talked about all the way through these podcasts. And this is a great time to push reset, go back and do some pruning if we need to and get back to the basics, the essentials.
1: right. So I'm thinking that you are thinking that simplifying ministry strategy is a good idea?
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> it could be that I'm just a little worn to a fairly well from all the Zoom meetings that I've been <laughs> involved in, and um, did you know there's some new terms out there?
1: What would they be? Zoom
0: stress. Oh, my. Yes, Zoom exhaustion, Zoom fatigue. There's some new ones out there, and it's a real phenomenon, uh. because some times we keep things going that don't need to be going even digitally and I think that term that we've heard for a long time is really true less is more
1: less is more I like that so you would be in favor of reducing the number of zoom meetings is what you're saying Yes. (laughs)
0: I mean, they're good.
1: It's a great tool. It's a
0: great tool. And most of the meetings that we have are really important to just try to keep things going. But I think we need to ask, just for example, even on the digital changes, Mm -hmm. is this this essential? Mm -hmm. Is this moving the needle to have yet another Zoom meeting?
1: Good point. Good point. Okay. Well, you know, I really think, to underscore what we're saying, I really believe this is an opportune time to simplify. To end some programs that don't move us toward spiritual maturity. Perhaps to start some new initiatives that do to focus on just a few ministry essentials.
0: Absolutely. Focus. That's a key word in this context, I believe. Well, let's sum up this discussion and and bring it bring it to an end.
1: Okay, well, I hope it's a beginning and not an end, but Oh my. I hope church leaders <laughs> will accept this challenge to simplify their programming, their activities to declutter the church calendar, to focus on a path that leads to spiritual adulthood rather than trying to manage and promote scores of programs that may or may not move the needle.
0: I think you just gave a beautiful review of this podcast for us. Good, good way to sum this up. And, and I think, we could say that we're just really excited about the opportunity that church leaders have before them to reevaluate ministry and and their strategies. This could be the opportunity to reset that many churches have been needing. Uh, Do you think that there are going to be other things that we could discuss about opportunities that have been created by this pandemic in the future? Or do you think we've covered most of the things that we need to cover?
1: You know that more is coming in our next episode. In our next episode, we plan to talk about a fourth opportunity. And let's encourage our listeners to join us again next week. Okay.
0: That sounds great. And always, we appreciate you joining us. And that's it for today, friends, and do plan to join us next week for another exciting and thought-provoking effective church leaders podcast where we offer practical advice and insights to help you get better equipped, lead more effectively, and help your church thrive.